Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, October 13th, and I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also, the radio app, uh, the podcast, those who are joining us on uh, those uh, avenues, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And then those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube today, we welcome you and hope you're having a great day on this Friday. Uh, these weeks are flying by, these months are flying by, this year is flying by. I can't believe we're already close to the middle of October, but it's been a great week and uh, God's been so good to us. Uh, Just really another beautiful day and uh, I thank the Lord for uh, His blessings. I thank the Lord for you and uh, we're glad to be able to have a radio station like this where we can uh, send out the good news of the Word of God, where we can have Christian music and programming and all of those things. Uh, What a blessing. I hope it's a blessing to you. I believe it is and uh, I know that you are a blessing to us. I want to say a happy birthday today to Mackenzie Owen. A happy birthday today to Sharon Vincent. Hope you have a great day. And then tomorrow, happy birthday on Saturday to Landon Morris. Landon, hope you have a great day and a very happy birthday. We're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. We have the Andrew Johnson family uh, that'll be singing for us, not to be confused with the Nathan Johnson family, but uh, we're looking forward to a great day. They'll be singing in all the services, and we'll have a wonderful time together. And then we're just a little over a week away from our Teen Spectacular with Brother Kenny Baldwin. And uh, we have some amazing uh, prizes. We're giving away those two nights, that Monday and Tuesday, a week from this next Monday. Um, we've got uh, lots of exciting games, competitions, and uh, most of all, we've got some great preaching that is coming. Brother Kenny Baldwin always does a wonderful job, and uh, do your best to invite teens. If you have teenagers, if you have uh, grandchildren that are teenagers, do everything you can to get them here at 6.30, uh, Monday night and Tuesday night, August, uh, October 23rd, October 24th, and we're looking forward to a wonderful time together. And then on that Wednesday, uh, the 25th, Brother Baldwin will be preaching here for our Wednesday evening service, and we're looking forward to a great time together there. Let's be in prayer today. Pray for our church. Uh, Let's pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries. And let's pray for one another. Uh, Folks that are uh, in the hospital, those that are waiting test results, those that are getting ready to go in for tests, uh, those with cancer and heart issues, let's pray for one another. And I'm glad that God answers prayer. I'm glad that we have the privilege to go to God in prayer. We're going to go to a song uh, at this time. And then right after this song, we will get into our Bible study. We are in the book of Hebrews, and we'll be in Hebrews chapter 11 right after this song. All hail the power of Jesus' name Let angels prostrate fall Bring forth the royal diadem And crown Him Lord 
race Ye ransomed from the fall Hail Him who saves you by His grace And crown Him Lord of all Hail Him who saves you by His grace And crown Him Lord of all Let every kindred, every tribe On this terrestrial Hebrews chapter 11. Let's look at verse number 32. You say, Pastor, we've been in verse 32 for a long time. You're right, but that's because there's a lot of names in verse 32 that we've been trying to go through one by one and, uh, and to identify uh, the faith that these people had in God. We saw um, there was Gideon and Barak and Samson yesterday, and today we're talking about Jephthah. Now, Jephthah was one of the judges. He's found in the book of Judges. But you say, well, what do we know about this man? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to show you. But here's one thing I know. I know that he was a man of faith. He is recorded in Hebrews 11. It goes on to say in verse 33, here's a description of a lot of these, these people that were just described or just mentioned. But it says in verse 33, who through faith subdued kingdoms. I think that Jephthah would qualify for that. I'll show you in a minute. Uh, who subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness. He did that. Obtained promises. Uh, he did that. Stopped the mouths of lions. We don't know that he did that. But remember yesterday we saw where Samson certainly did. Uh, he quenched the violence of fire. Maybe that was applicable for Jephthah. Uh, he escaped the edge of the sword. I think we could see that. 
out of weakness were made strong. We are absolutely going to see that was true in Jephthah's life. Out of weakness made strong, waxed valiant in fight. We'll see that in Jephthah. And by the way, I was thinking about this uh, with Samson yesterday. You know what's amazing is that the Spirit of God came upon Samson, but usually, at least as far as Scripture records, usually it was when he was in the battle or on his way to the battle. It wasn't when he was sitting home. It was when he was doing what he was supposed to do that then God empowered him. And you know, I like what it says in Acts 1, where Jesus told the disciples, and ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses. There was a purpose for that power, to, to be witnesses. But here's the amazing thing. They were to go and wait in that upper room. That was the command of God to wait there, and so they did. They were where they were supposed to be, doing what they were supposed to be doing, and God says, ye shall receive power. And we see in Judges that, that Jephthah, he was a man who waxed valiant, uh, strong uh, in fight, and he turned to flight the armies of the aliens. And of course, uh, an alien, we're not talking about UFOs and flying saucers, but we're talking about those who, were, who, who didn't belong in that country. Uh, and we'll look in Jephthah's situation. He had to drive out the enemies of God who had come and tried to take over uh, the land. Uh, sounds a lot like what we're hearing about right now in uh, the Middle East with Israel and with Hamas and all of that. The Bible goes on to say women received their dead, raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. So let's look in Judges. Let's see what God has to say about Jephthah. It says in Judges 11.1, 1, Now Jephthah, the Gileadite, was a mighty man of valor. So this is a man that was mighty. This was a man that was strong. And he was the son of an harlot. Isn't that interesting? He was so strong. He was so mighty. But he had something in his background that I'm sure was a heartache. I'm sure he had something that brought sorrow. I'm sure there was something that, 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 that caused him to, uh, to be hurt or to have emotions sometimes. And friend, I want to tell you this, no matter what your background is, uh, no matter who your parents were, and you say, well, I don't even know my parents. Uh, no matter uh, where you came from, no matter uh, what has been in your past, I want to tell you this. I'm so glad that God can use anybody. I'm glad that God can use people, whether you come from a great home or you come from a broken home. God can use you. God will use you. God wants to use you. And you are not less important to God because of your past. Hallelujah for that. The Bible says that Jephthah was a mighty man. The Bible says in verse 2 that Gilead's wife bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up, and they thrust out Jephthah and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit our father's house, for thou art the son of a strange woman. He got kicked out by his own family, uh, his, own, his own stepbrothers, his own father, that basically he was, was cast out of his own family. But yet Jephthah is listed in Hebrews 11 as a man, a hero of faith. The Bible tells us that the Amorites made war, the Ammonites, excuse me, made war with Israel. And so the people called Jephthah. They said, Jephthah, we need you to come back. We need you to be a captain. We need you to be our leader. And, and Jephthah said, wait a minute, you, you're the ones that kicked me out and now you want me back? And they, they said, yes, we need you to come back. And they said, we will make you the captain. We will make you the head of the army. And so he came back. 
Jephthah sent messengers uh, unto the children of Ammon and basically uh, gave them warning. He said, you better get out because we're coming to get you. And the Bible tells us in uh, verse number um, 29, I love this. It says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah, and he passed over Gilead and Manasseh, and passed over Mizpah of Gilead, and from Mizpah of Gilead he passed over unto the children of Ammon. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou shalt without fail deliver the Ammonites uh, into mine hands, then it shall be that whatsoever cometh forth out of the doors of my house to meet me when I return in peace from the turn of Ammon shall surely be the Lord's. I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over unto the children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hands. What a miracle story. God made, uh, Jephthah made a vow to God, and God uh, uh, answered his prayer, and God delivered him, and then Jephthah performed the vow that he made. Let me give you just a few thoughts quickly as we look at this man, Jephthah. Number one, we see his valor. Boy, he was strong. You know, as Christians, we ought to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, quit bringing up the excuses. Quit talking about your past. Quit talking about, I would serve God, but you don't know what I... No, no, no. God wants to use you today, and God is able to do something great in your life, no matter what your past, no matter what your family's like, no matter what your neighborhood's like, no matter what your education is like, God can use you, and he used Jephthah. Number one, I see the valor. But then I see number two, I see the vision. Jephthah, when he heard about the enemies of God coming, he said, this is going to stop. We are not going to put up with this. And he was not afraid. He was a man of vision. I want to encourage you today, get a vision for what God wants to do in your life. Get a vision for what God wants to do in your family. Let's get a vision for what God could do in our ministries here. Let's get a vision. Let, let's let's uh, set our eyes, like Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Number three, I see his vow. He vowed a vow to the Lord. And after he made that vow, by the way, he said, whatever comes out of my door when I get back, I will offer that to the Lord as a sacrifice. I don't know what he was expecting to see. I don't know what he had in mind, but he certainly was not expecting that when he came back from that battle that his daughter would come out. Now, this podcast, this, this uh, radio broadcast is too short to get into all of this, but I will tell you this, uh, a Jephthah felt like he made a promise that he should not have made. And friend, I want to tell you, when we make a vow to God, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, when thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. We ought to keep our promises to God. Now, I'm not talking about making foolish promises. I'm not talking about making promises that are you absolutely could never, never keep. But I'm saying if you've made a commitment to God, you ought to keep it. If you've told God, God, I'll serve you. God, I'll do this. God, I'll give. God, I'll be a witness. God, I'll, I'll be a godly uh, husband or I'll be a godly wife or whatever it is or I'll be a godly teenager. When you make a promise to God, God, I'll serve you with my life, then you ought to keep that promise. He made a vow. I personally do not believe that Jephthah killed his daughter as a sacrifice. Um, uh, some Bible scholars believe that he did. Some would say, and I would lean towards this, that, uh, that uh, Jephthah's daughter uh, was completely devoted to the temple where she left home and may have, maybe he never saw her again. Uh, maybe he saw her once a year. I don't know, but, 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 but I want to say this. Jephthah made a vow. 
and he kept that vow. Uh, let's keep our vows. Let's keep our promises to God. Let's keep our promises to others as well. But I see he was a man of valor. I see he was a man of vision. I see he was a man who kept his vows. And then I see he was a man of victory. I love this in verse number 32. So Jephthah passed over unto the children of, uh, children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hands. Verse 33, and he smote them from a roar, even uh, till thou come to Mineth, even 20 cities unto the plain of the vineyards with a very great slaughter. Thus, the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. Remember what it said in uh, Hebrews 11 in verse number uh, 33, it said, who through faith subdued kingdoms. Here it is. That's what Jephthah did. He subdued the Ammonites. He subdued, he, 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 he conquered, he contained, he pushed out uh, the enemies of God. And friend, I want to tell you, if God could do that for Jephthah, God can do that for us. God can help you to drive out the enemies in your life. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about the enemies of the world, the flesh, and the devil. I'm talking about the enemies of sin. I'm talking about the, uh, the enemies that creep in, that try to rob us from the blessings of God. God can give you victory, and God can give me victory. I'm glad that the victory is not found in me, but the victory is found in Him. And God is able through faith to give us the victory. I hope that helps you today and hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day on this Friday. We'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday here at Victory Baptist Church. If you have another church you attend, I hope you be faithful to your church and have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Thanks for joining side. us today. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.